Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Well, welcome to another Journey Now podcast. This is Kevin, and uh, we are sitting here on a Wednesday morning. Yep. Yep. In reflection of Sunday. And I have two of my friends with me, Tim Timmons and Betsy Rainey. Say hi, you guys. Hi. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for doing this with me today. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah. Um, we had a guest speaker on Sunday, Christy McClellan, and uh, she came in and she, she kind of, um, she didn't kind of, she, she's such a pro. She just goes through her, her stuff and it's, it speaks to the soul. But um, she spoke a little bit on Moses's mom and, and uh, the faith and what is involved in letting things go yeah. and putting Moses in the river wrapped around that idea and building an ark rather than a coffin, some different things. But with that, we got some interesting prayer requests around this of yes. what people are trying to let go. And, yeah. and, uh, but yet, um, we wanted to have a quick uh, conversation around what it means to... Um, used the, the word faith as a verb. Tim, you, you mentioned that, and you mentioned that that's kind of struck you. Um, where does that where does that land on you? Faithing or? Yeah, I mean, she keeps saying faithing, which I love. I, I, I remember that being such a big uh-huh. revelation to me years ago is that faith is a verb. verb. It's like how we find ourselves. It's what we're living out. Mm-hmm. But I liked how she said we're faithing. Um, so I, I wrote that down even in my notes. Um, but, I will faith my way through life. Right. I think some of the stuff. So she's talking about, you know, as you just said, so um, Moses' mom puts him in this river, the same river that, that everybody yeah. was killing all the babies. And that was the edict was to kill them in the river. And Right. So yet she puts him in there and watches God do all these beautiful things. Yeah. And yep. then Moses gets raised by. Yeah. The. The Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's daughter, daughter, right, right. And, in the palace, and turns out to be the deliverer. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a it's a powerful story. But the stories don't. And this is this is part of what we probably as Christians need to kind of wrestle with is is our stories don't always turn out like her story does. Like her story turns out, she's got three kids, and they all are home runs. And one's a prophetess, one's yeah. a um, a priest and the other one turns out to be the deliverer. Yeah. Of, Moses. Know, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, wow. Yeah. That's like, that's a high powered family. But with that comes also heartache, the faithing of letting them go, mm-hmm. all of those pieces. Um, but there's a difference between letting people or letting things go in life with the, with hope versus mm-hmm. say apathy. And she made this point during her message. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is talk about what it, what it means for us as people to, and I, to be able to say, Hey, I'm going to let go of this thing. That was a dream of mine. That is a, I've been harboring or holding or clinging to, or holding onto. Um, and I'm going to allow God to do with it as he wills. Yeah. Um, and trust, trust that what he's going to do is going to be for the best. So I, I had I actually wrote that down in my notes as well, uh-huh. and just the whole idea of expectation um, of hopeful in expectation, not in apathy or defeat. Um, and I thought apathy was such an interesting word. Mm-hmm. So right, uh, I, I guess I didn't fully understand that comment. Okay, is there is there a difference in your mind between say apathy and surrender? 
yes, maybe surrender might be an, an intentional, right? Intentional laying down of something where apathy would be just kind of going, just letting it all play out. Okay. Or it, not doing anything. Passive, In, yeah. Passive or indifference. Yeah. Huh. Apathy has that feeling of, okay, it, it's not, I don't care what happens to it anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I don't, and whereas I think surrender has that feel of, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in your hands. Mm, that's good. But I still care. Yeah. Mm. I still am invested. I still want to know what happens. I still want to see the outcome. Whereas yeah. apathy is, um, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause if you, you're going to do what you're going to do and I don't care and right. that's fine. You want to take it from me? That's fine. Mm. And I would say apathy is also a disposition of the heart for protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Kev, you've always been so good at helping us see that what comes out of the heart, what we actually live is what's actually our true belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I could say, I believe that God's at work in all these things. Right. Yet my apathy actually shows what's actually in my heart. And what I truly believe to be true about God is that he actually isn't at work or doesn't really care about these things. Right. Well, I think I live in that place a lot, to be honest. Yeah. It's easier. I think I do too. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about that? What What's easier about apathy than... Um, I think lower expectations. You won't be let down when mm-hmm. it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen. So what are you doing with apathy? What does apathy do for you? Gosh. It does. protects. Uh, I mean, it just protects you mm-hmm. and your heart and your dreams and what you want. Right. Have you ever have you ever found yourself in a, in a moment of apathy or just being indifferent? Hundred percent. And going, huh? I used to care about that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I think there are certain parts of prayer that that are that for me. Okay. That I used to journal all the time mm-hmm. and. And at some point I was like, gosh, all these things that I was hoping for, I don't know if God, I, it, it really is a true quest of mine to figure out what does God care about? I've said mm-hmm. that many times in here. Right. Like, I actually don't truly know mm. what he cares about and what he's actually involved in. I hear friends all the time saying, God, God got us this house. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he <laughs> right. did. Really, God right. bless us, right. God us this house. Or um, anything. Right. I mean, right. God, God oh. got me this job. It's like, okay, so the other people, they didn't get jobs and God is a jerk to them. Right, but a blessing mm-hmm. to you. But a blessing, in quotes, because that's not even the real I know. definition. I'm just I'm putting yeah, yeah. in quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I see it. I see it. But if, if blessing is actually wholeness um, uh-huh. for somebody, it's not this like gift of a present or yeah, money. Some, sometimes the blessing is the pain. Yeah. Yes. It, that brings us to wholeness. There's, it's, it's, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. But apathy protects us from pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that. <laughs> it, it also just, uh, shooting straight. It also helps me sometimes, uh, hold my, my theology. It, oh. It's kind of like, well, okay, God, I'm just gonna, I'm going to step back on this one. Yeah. And yes. I'm, I'm going to let go and let God. I'm going to let God do something. And whatever he does is whatever he does. Yeah. And if I really held on to he's going to do something and act upon this prayer mm-hmm. or our prayers as a collective. Right. If I really held on to that and then it's disappointed every single time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that hurts my theology. Right. So yeah. sometimes I think for me it's been like, okay, I don't even want to go there because that would jack with. Right. Hmm. So 
you know, both of you have been through, I've been through a few things. I've been through a crisis of faith probably uh, last couple of years has been for me like, how do I, and for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to let go of the church. Hmm. Um, Apathetically or? Well, that's been the tricky part, right? The tricky part is, do I do this with apathy or do I do this with hmm. hopeful anticipation hmm. that he's going to do something good? Or probably both. I, I, this is part of, this is part of, I think the, the tension is I can't let it go with apathy. I can't. Mm. I've invested way too much time, too much energy. (laughs) Um, you know, and there's a sense of where, um, I, I, uh, letting it go. Isn't the problem letting it go and not caring is a problem. Mm. Do you know it, keep going well it's the okay Give God, examples i um it, it whew, examples would be just the crisis in leadership in the church in america for me has been like people i've respected and known have just fallen off the cliff right and then um so i look at that and it's and i see the sheep scattered and not protected i see all kinds of things that have happened in the church just the abuse of power and and I go, I, I don't know what to do with this, but I care. I don't, I can't do anything other than my, you know, be faithful in what I've been given. And then, and then I turn it over to God and I say, do, do with this as you will. And then I see some of these leaders continuing down the path of abuse and starting new churches so they can abuse again. And, and you find yourself going, this pisses me off. <laughs> this makes me very, you know, it's yeah. so it's, I didn't. Okay, so you can't not. You can't be apathetic because right. you're because I care you're about, about it. Yeah, because I, yeah. I care about the the yeah the bride of Christ in a way yeah. that I can't just be um, a passive observer of its demise. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's the struggle. But but it it goes for me. That's my big thing. If, for you, you've got health things that go on with you where you turned it over to God and 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 lay it down and I don't think apathy would be cuz you've you've taken steps beyond just saying okay God heals me he doesn't heal me I haven't got if I die I die if I don't I don't you know yeah. there's you've you've had that in your life you still do right yeah yep so, yes yeah I mean I, it that has been such a journey for me I mean the amount of times I've been prayed over with oil with right. you know just I mean the amount of times <laughs> you should that be I've been one prayed over it just I'm, yeah golly <laughs> And, and you really go through so many different, I've been through so many different iterations of my faith through this mm. thing Yeah. by trying to listen to people go, okay, do you have enough faith? So I've tried to have more faith or, yeah. um, right. You know, I, I don't know. It, it's so hard. I've got so many friends who are dead right now that are not here Yeah. that had tremendous faith and right. were prayed over nonstop. And right. the, it was almost the, the end goal that everybody thinks for God is for healing for everybody. Right. So I, that's, that jacks with my theology a little it bit. It does mine like, too. Well, right. I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, right. I, you know, just being in Costa Rica, I was just with, you know, this really, some really poor areas. Yeah. And you just go, gosh, I don't know if God's end goal for us is to be uh, wealthy and right. <laughs> healthy and all these things. Not that those yeah. things are bad, bad. and we get no. still get to pray these, these yeah. things and, God, obviously, Jesus obviously heals people, but it's just, gosh, it just jacks with me a little bit. Yeah. I, I think the way that I've always seen 
and I'm getting quoting blessing sure has been God's goal for us that blessing was health and yeah. and I know it sounds crazy but health and wealth and and you know in that way but it's really right. if wholeness is his aim which is kind of where I'm landing in this season yeah then mm-hmm. wholeness is his land is his aim for us yeah and wholeness as she said uh, there are treasures in the darkness she was talking about that oh, right yes and there, I, and there so are true and there really are and and for you betsy you've had some family struggles you know you've your father-in-law is, is going through some yeah. serious health issues yeah you, you had a cousin who pass just, just passed away and, yeah um and the struggles of family and and how do you how do you put that down? How Gosh. do you and you can say you don't. Yeah. And that's fine too. Um but I think every day it's different. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some days it's like, you know what? It's all right. Like mm-hmm. I trust you, God. This is you know, there's there's treasures in the darkness. Like yeah. this has happened because of that and this has happened because of that. And mm-hmm. but other days it's just like, well, this really sucks and this is really hard. And what's the point of praying? Because you're gonna do what you're gonna do regardless. Sometimes right. it, it feels that way. Right. Like I struggle with the thought of, I know prayer is powerful, but at the end of the day, if God's going to do what he's going to do, then why pray? Why pray? You know? And I think that's when I kind of reach that apathetic state of just like, right. does it really matter? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it's, does it matter if I get on my knees right now and pray for my father-in-law? Yes. I know that. But like, <laughs> yes. sometimes my brain is like, well, or yeah. my soul is like, well, God's going to do what he's going to do, you know? Right. So this is this just brought up this idea. So we've talked a lot about prayer being alignment and realignment mm-hmm. with, God, with, with God, God yeah, with the heart yeah, yeah, of God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love that. I think that's been so helpful for me these past few years, just that that's been almost the the aim of it. Yeah. Um, even this X I write on my wrist every single morning of going, God, you woke me up again. Yes. I want to align my heart to you and join you this week. I mean, that is like yeah. my the aim of my life. Yeah. Yet then there's also this other side that you can find in scripture and so many people would mm-hmm. live in this place of going, yes, it's, it is alignment, but it's also this active uh-huh. participation with him mm. and vying for things. And right. So I don't, it, I don't inter- know. Interceding. Interceding. Yeah. Of my gosh. My mom is yeah. a total intercessor and you right. Know, yeah, I, it was one of my favorite books for years. Was right. intercessory prayer, which is this amazing. Yeah, and some of David's King David's prayers in the Psalms are like, "Kill my enemies." Yeah, like, yeah. No, don't just kill them; bash them against the rocks, <laughs> and then may their generations fade out. May that, that may that family line go away forever. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That's not aligning with God. That is, I'm pouring out my heart to you. I am mm. angry. I'm all these emotions. Right. And all those are valid things to right. pour out right. in front of mm-hmm. God. Right. This is what I'd like you to do. I know you're not going to, but this is what I'd like yeah. you to do. <laughs> that's 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 not apathetic surrender. There's mm. that's something else. Huh? Mm. That is I'm gonna I want I want you to do this. I'm gonna turn it over to you, but I'm gonna trust you with that. Mm. And I'm going to sit back and watch and see and stay invested and probably continue, continue to pursue you on this, God, in my prayers. Yeah. But because I think once we become apathetic to the prayers, we become indifferent to the outcome. Yes. Man, that's, that's really good. I mean, I, I'm just processing as you're talking, but that mm-hmm. that could be a good encouragement for me and for all of us just it's almost not okay so there's apathy over here Mm -hmm. there's total apathy in the midst of it 
And then there's every other part of it, like the questioning of it, the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the going, God, would you go do this? Or I don't know what you're going to do, but there's still like an yeah. engagement yeah. Yeah. on this other side. There's some kind of engagement, whether it's like you're right. going to do this and God in your name and all faith. Right. So maybe it's so, just it's trying to live over here and be careful of the apathy. So. What if you're one of the other mothers of a son right? in... Uh, during <laughs> right, that edict, right? This, oh my God. The pharaoh, totally. The pharaoh comes out and says, so good, "Kill all the boys, uh-huh. drown them in the Nile." Ooh. And you're one of those moms, and you're praying to right. Yahweh, "Save right. my son, save my son, right. save my son." Right. And Oof. you watch as that child's thrown into the Nile, or they get they tear it out of the. But I prayed and I did and I yeah. and I sought God and I trusted God for the so safety good. of my son. Mm-hmm. And and you know I you know there's a moment in. Moses's mother's life where she goes she could hide him no longer that yeah. phrase yeah. strikes me every time I could hide you know yeah have you ever held a three-month-old and tried to hide him from anybody right. keep quiet <laughs> good luck yep right and especially if they're searching for the boys and they're searching for him and they yeah. want to and and when it came to the point where she could know she came to the end of her ability to protect the boy then she puts him in the Nile then she builds the ark. Then she does what mm. she has to do. But up until that point, she was trusting in herself, mm. Mm. not Yahweh. And I think that's how we go through life. Good, Kev. We trust in ourselves as long as we can. And this is kind of the treasures in the darkness, right? It's also, though, saying, okay, I've done all I can. I've done mm. my part. I've right. done what I know to do. And now I got to let it go. That's hard. I, yeah. Especially when you're facing death, yeah. Yeah. like your your father in law. How do you how do you continue to face that? Yeah, and it's difficult, right? And sometimes you just want to turn away, right? Yeah, yeah. It's easier to do that. But I we were talking about before we started the podcast. The one thing that's certain in life is death. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right. well, that and ta- taxes, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it is it yeah. is difficult. How do you deal with the difficulty of that? Do you talk to people do you do you pray do you um do you internalize things betsy what do you I internalize do? things okay um i'm also an empath so i feel very deeply yes, for everyone do. feeling things <laughs> and so um i will say my my husband's family is a family of faith and so right praying and being prayed over and really just trusting and saying that we trust even if we know like we're having a hard time trusting. Yeah. Um, I think is just a big part of that journey that we're all walking through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting to hear Tim talk about how the ultimate goal sometimes is healing. And I'm just not sure, you know, sometimes it's like, yes, the ultimate goal is healing. Because that's what you pray for, right? Right, right. But what else could we be praying for outside of healing? Yeah, because he has a cancer that's... That's rough. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's stage four. It's incurable. Right. Um. Yeah. It, so they're just the outlook is not good. Right. And yet you pray. Right. Yeah, because you have that little. I think that's a. It's a good balance between apathy and maybe trying to hope because you're like, okay, I'm gonna pray because I really, really believe that God can do miracles and mm-hmm. I really believe that He can do this for us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pray and we're going to believe, but then there's like that part of you that wants to protect yourself because if and when he passes away, you don't want to be like, well, God, I prayed, I had faith. Yeah. Why didn't you, why didn't you hear me? Similarly to how the other mothers Mm -hmm. probably felt. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, I wonder what their prayers were like and then their internal dialogue when they watch their sons be thrown into a river. It's like, how do you move on from that? How do you trust God? How do you love God yeah. after that? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you move through that? It's yeah. Well, the hope. So you said there was like, but there's like a glimmer of hope. Yeah. And that's the place that I'm really curious about because that's the place that generally gets jacked every time. Mm. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes. it's like, the, well, I've got this little glimmer of hope, but that sucker's going to get shattered. And yeah. that's the stuff that time by time by time yeah. starts whittling away at God yeah. is good. God's yeah. doing something good. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm yeah. the word hope has been so I've, I've written more songs about this idea that, you know, cause even biblical hope, yeah. most of biblical hope is not what he can do for me or the things that we pray for. Right. Mm. Like biblical hope is actually more him period. Like he is the hope. Yes. My good. hope is you, not the things you'll do. That's right. Good. Yet there's also little bits here and there that hope is the thing. I, I actually want to do a deeper, like have Mike jump into that. Hope is a tricky one. It is. Cause um, it, it's, dangerous if it's placed in too many other things because then it keeps getting beat down and then that's why i think and you have none and we get confused yeah we get confused between wishful thinking and hope Mm. um and if my hope is in this idea that i can i can make something good of this i can make something good of this in the future i can i can somehow turn this i can somehow this is how my mind works right I can I can make this work out. I can somehow turn this bad thing into something good. And the reality is, you're right. Even even in that bad thing, there's hope, whatever that is, uh, because God's involved. There's mm-hmm. a. I but just, what, what do you? But specifically, what do you mean by there's hope? So there's right. hope for the thing to turn out the way I want it, or in the midst of the uh, this, this is so ironic. Today is the 40th anniversary of my brother dying. Wow. He died 40 years ago. Crazy. Yeah, I'm 59. Yeah. Anyway, um, going through the three days when he was in the hospital and praying and hoping he somehow, you know, God miraculously yeah. heals him. Yeah. In, I, uh, every time the doctor would talk to me, my hope would get like yeah. shattered a little crush, more. Yeah. Crush, crush, crush. Um, and yet in those moments, and I look back on that, I've looked back on it, it shaped my life, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a the, the hope was revealed in what happened as a result of the event of my brother dying. The hope, I didn't, in the moment, it was really hard to have mm-hmm. hope of how can anything good come from this? What could you possibly do with the death of a 21-year-old guy? What do you do with this, mm-hmm. right? Crushing people. My parents were crushed. My siblings were crushed. I was crushed. Yeah. Families were deaf. I mean, it was bad. People were... And, and yet what I saw as I paid attention to what God did with, um, with that death brought me more hope of what God does even with death. Hmm. I saw people's lives change. I saw people go, oh, this is, this is real. We, 21-year-old people die. Mm. So it, it changes perspective, perspective on life. It changed my, changed my perspective on life. Because um, if you can die when you're 21, yeah, yeah, you can die yeah. anytime. Yeah. 
So there's a yeah. there's a sense of the, so what is worth living? What what changes life in such a way that it makes life better for other people? Other people became more important. It less it became made me less selfish. So you begin to see like in the moments like when I you know did the funeral for your cousin. Mm-hmm. This also can it, it felt hopeless, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. He was 25. Mm, right. 26. Mm. Yeah. And that he has two younger siblings mm. and yeah. he was first born. And yeah. Yeah. It just, it was tough. Right. It still is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 40 years later, it's still yeah. tough. I, I talked to his parents and I was. Yeah. But yet you see something of a glimmer of hope, even in that moment of this could change somebody's life for better mm-hmm. if they could see this, if they can feel this deeply, if they mm-hmm. can see my uh, God working in the aftermath of such a dark moment. And mm-hmm. I've seen that come. And so for me, I could see beyond the moment because of what happened to me when I was 19. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I could see beyond it mm-hmm. and talk to the parents and talk to people. And so it, it took a moment in my life crushed me but yet at the same time gave me a gift a treasure that i can give away yeah and i think what i give people in those moments is hope it's weird yeah yeah my aunt and uncle felt that way about you just coming and sitting and talking with them and Mm -hmm. yeah it was meaningful Mm. and that's something that you can't fabricate you know losing a sibling right that's something that you had to walk through that right yeah god used I mean, it's so bizarre. Like, I work here. I've only been here for six months, and yeah. suddenly you're doing my cousin's funeral, and it was, it was exactly what we needed. So, yeah, I, but yeah, the defi- the, to define hope would be really interesting. I, I want to like, right? It's a conversation for another one of these, but, <laughs> but to really define what is real hope, because I think hope has been, well, yeah, bastardized for sure. And, and in that, you find yourself, you know, your hope in the moment is let them live, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them live. Please heal. Please. And then the realization is, well, it ain't going to turn out the way I hoped. Right. Yeah. I want to use different language. And that's where I would say, we, this is, I would say, that was my wishful thinking. Yeah. My, my wish is. Which is not a bad thing. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. No. Yeah. It's the. I wish this would turn out differently. My preference. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. My preference is for sure that this turns out differently. Yeah. But a lot of times it just doesn't. And so what are we, what are we left with? How are we, yeah. how then do we look? Yeah. How do, then do we look to the future without defeat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the question I think we have to ask of each of those circumstances. How can God take this? I turn it over to him the moment that your cousin died or even the moments that your dad is going through, even the moments that I go through when I get so frustrated with the church, the moments that you go through when you go, Hey, are you paying attention out there? There's a degree of, okay, I'm turning it over, but not with the indifference of, but I'm going to pay attention to what you're going to do with. Yes. That, that's, Mm -hmm. that seems to be the, yeah. The invitation for the day would be that. I hope. Yeah. Because even, you know, even Moses's, Mom sent the sister, Miriam, go watch and see what happens. Yeah. And pay attention and and hmm. go, and and see cuz she was 
hopeful or wishful or maybe wishful. Yeah. But there was a, there, there was an expectation of something good, yeah. even in those moments when things don't turn out as you plan. So, Hey, you guys, I was going to read a, uh, Oh, cool. Got something a little bit more here, Tim. Well, it's one of my favorite poems ever. Oh, and, uh, it's by Mary Oliver, who's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And it's called Praying. And it says, it doesn't have to be the blue iris. It could be weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones. Just pay attention. Then patch a few words together and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but the doorway mm -hmm. into thanks and a silence in which another voice may speak. Wow. But that pay attention thing is yeah, so big. Yeah. And watch. That's, you know, just laying down something and giving it to God and going, I'm done with this. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Says something. Right, I that's, mean, not, that's not the whole story. That isn't the whole uh -huh. story. It's good. Um, even in surrender, we're still active participants yeah. in that action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Thanks, guess, guys. And I guess... The question then is, do you trust him with whatever you've given him? Right. So, yeah, it's right. good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Swish. joining me today. And uh, you guys um, hopefully are having a good summer. And uh, thanks for joining us on Journey Now. And we'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.